It's so crisp. Yeah. Welcome to a journey through time and stuff. Time and stuff, yeah. You've never been on a journey like this before. Time and stuff time. Time for the stuff to happen. Time. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of A Journey Through Time and Stuff. My name is Aaron. I'm Jason. And uh, we're here. We're back again. It's been a, it's been a grip. A little bit of time. A couple weeks we've been off. We've been doing things. Been busy. Uh, some out of towns. Parents coming in. Oh, yeah. To people, town. People visiting. Uh, games. Band stuff. We've yeah. been kind of busy motherfuckers at the beginning of the summer. Running around. Crazy. It has been. But, uh, hey, let's cheers. We have we're some whiskey now. right in front of us. And uh, we're going to get this off to a nice start. I want While we're having this cheers, everybody out there, I want uh-huh. you to just take a quick second to uh, reflect on how nice and clear and robust our voices sound and the lack of weird noise you, hit in, you hear in the background while we take these drinks. Oh. If you notice, there's not a lot going on. It's because we've resolved sound issues. It's true. Um, we've been dealing with months and months and months. Well, no, let me see. Uh, years of this annoying, annoying buzz in the background of our podcast. It kind of goes like, me, something right in there. It's just really annoying buzz. <laughs> and uh, we've changed sources we've changed power we've used i mean man we've we've tried to do everything to eliminate the sound we just kind of went eh, we got to live with it right well uh in the beautiful visit that your parents brought or oh, yeah. parents came in and saw us they brought us uh some nice things oh yeah man tell us yeah my freaking parents came uh from Spokane Valley and they hooked us up with a a freaking Technics Vinyl player, a, like a legit, a really vinyl nice player. Vinyl player. Um, the one we'd been using before was nice. It got us by. You know, it was decent enough. Um, wasn't that expensive, but you know, it got the job done. Right. Had its own built-in amp in it and everything. Well, this one is like a mamma jamma fucking one. It's got a weighted table and a balance table. Mm-hmm. In fact. Just me. I oh, here's some things I learned about it today when I was picking up and carrying it in here. Uh-huh. The the table's so balanced that if I even just p- move it a little bit uneven, Mm-mm. the table just starts spinning on its own in whatever direction it's. Oh wow! It just spins so easy just by the angle of the thing. Oh um, wow! The arm is counterbalanced. Mm-hmm. It's also got a very nice needle, dude. Oh yeah. The needle on this fucking thing is great. It has its own springs in it. Mm-hmm. So it so it auto tensions the weight on the needle. You can counterbalance the arm for the weight on the needle. Um the legs that the vinyl player sits on mm-hmm. are riding on springs. The whole yeah. thing, watch. Yeah. It has suspension. 
<laughs> yeah. So when the whole so table. so when the the whole vinyl deck itself is on its own suspension and auto levels itself. Mm. So if the table was a little slanted, it would slant more toward the front. If it was slanted the other way, it'd slant more toward the rear. The, it, it auto levels itself. Mm. Fucking amazing. It's a nifty little unit, and it, and it sounds great. But here's the thing: mm. the the record player, because it's a really nice one. Um, doesn't have an amplifier in itself. So what it sends out is literally the analog sound coming off of just the needle in the, the record player, mm-hmm. uh, the needle hitting the vinyl. Yeah. You know, it doesn't actually send out a, a, an amplified sound. Mm-hmm. And so we had to, you know, putting it and running it into the board versus our other one. Our other one was amplified, so we could just run it into a channel and it'd be fine. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, we had to... Uh, figure out a way to run it into our board now and use the preamps in the board to help amp, you know, run it through basically a chain inside the board to amplify the sound. Well, in doing so and me messing around with a lot of that stuff today, <clears throat> I found out that if you run all of our voices, mm-hmm. everything in the board through the preamps and basically the auxiliary send and returns, um, the board cleans up that weird noise in the background. And makes our voices sound wonderful. Oh yeah, you can tell. Yeah, which is mean, nice. So this is uh, just happily new audio quality. I feel like my voice is wearing a snuggie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, what color is your snuggie? Or a onesie with a butt flap. That'd be cool. Full, with, with it open. A, a, a full. It's a what? Yeah. So your voice. Your voice has a onesie with mm. a butt flap open. Open and the and the booties on the bottom, right? Yep, like full booties, right? Uh, with the traction dots on the bottom of the Definitely. booties, so you don't slip around on linoleum or hardwood floors. Yeah, yeah, and That's... maybe just because it's Easter, maybe I'll have bunny ears on my. Yeah, yeah, that's what I. Ha- oh yeah, happy, uh, happy Easter to everybody. <laughs> happy Easter. Um, for those of you that are. Uh, christian or religious you know today is the day that uh miracles happened miraculous things happened it's also a day of some really weird things um you know we just got done with passover and Mm -hmm. i actually want to talk about passover toward the end of the episode yeah uh because passover really the whole thing around it really weirds me out yeah like (laughs) just Everything that comes along <laughs> and has to do with the story of Passover, uh-huh. it's it's so fucking strange. I'm excited to hear this. That uh, <laughs> you know, it's and yeah, there's so much tied into it. So much you have to believe, and that it it imply. Yeah, we'll get into that later. So if you guys want to hear about my thoughts on Passover and kind of Easter, because it ties into this, it ties in. Um, even though they're different time periods in history, that it, it does tie in. Um, but yeah, so man, we haven't been here. Um, what uh, what's been new with you? How's how's softball, dude? Playing freaking softball on a couple different teams. I play uh, Tuesday night uh, with a co-ed team. That's pretty fun. I usually play. I usually always play outfield. Yeah. Um. And then last weekend I had a, actually the last two weekends in a row, I did a, a men's, a men's tournament. Right. And didn't you guys, you guys played a one hit tournament, right? Yeah. Yeah. A one pitch. Yep. One pitch tournament. So you basically just got to swing if it's close. 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, and if you foul it, that's an out. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to smack it. Um, yeah, me and my buddy Michael, that's been on the podcast a couple times. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he kind of hooked me up with uh, doing it. So he's on both the teams. Well, what's funny, uh, aren't you on more teams than you thought you were going to be? Yeah, I signed up just for the Tuesday night um, co-ed team. And then, yeah, Anise, one of the ladies that runs the Amateur Softball Association, she's like one of the chair people there. She got me on her work team, which is like an all-men's tournament team. Um, and that's what I did last weekend. And then Michael has me on the roster for Friday nights um, down in Westland. But I yeah. haven't played with them yet. Um, I'm just a sub. Yeah. But, yeah, it's kind of cool. I only had to pay for one of the leagues. Do you find it Do you find it interesting now that you have this thing that <laughs> kind of recently, like softball has just like come up and now it's kind of big? Like it's a thing you're devoting time to. Yeah, it is kind of interesting. Like just because, I mean, I liked playing baseball when I was younger. Yeah. And so... I don't know. I kind of just like, I'm always wanting to be involved with something like physical, like, you know, something athletic wise, get me outside. I mean, we do disc golfing, we freaking do, but it's, it's we not, do band stuff, but it's not but, the same. It's not yeah. running and sprinting and like, uh, yeah, running at freaking balls that are getting smacked by full grown men and then trying to freaking throw it like fucking as far as I can to try to get it out of base, Yeah, you know, try to beat the runner. It's cool. It's a different side of, you know, my physicality i guess yeah. I, I like moving do, do, do you th- do active. you find it um uh supplementing kind of uh like a, a mental relief uh relieving thing as well like it just lets you like kind of a different avenue to burn off steam or something like yeah that? definitely like i'm competitive with myself and i know that when i'm not I don't know, doing something or I could be doing more. If I don't go home like tired necessarily, I don't necessarily feel feel like fulfilled in a way. So I mean every once every couple times a week I just got to go run. <laughs> and so softball is what it is right now. Yeah. yeah. But I actually like Well, and it's also like a different group of people that you get to True. Yeah, right? the community is really freaking rad. Like just really cool laid, laid back people. I can honestly say I really like all the people on my teams. Um, even the weird ones, because there it's I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure you do there have is quite a, a variety guy. of uh, yeah, of people that want to play softball. Definitely, yeah, and people of all skill range too. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We're on like uh, we the last men's tournament we played in, we played in D and E league, you know, just yeah, softball league. So cool. It was some of the lowest league <clears throat> play that they have, but yeah. But yeah, <clears throat> they still have like um, teams that want to be like nationally ranked teams. So they actually like play down divisions. So they actually win those tournaments so they can go a little further, which is kind of cheap and crappy. It kind of is. Yeah. Actually, that's, like, that's weird. It's lame. Yeah. They like last tournament we played, there was a couple teams. And I'm not like trying to dog on people, obviously. Like they're great athletes, obviously. But yeah, they did. They basically like. You know, D League teams basically just like whomped up a bunch of E League kind of throw together people just so they could go <laughs> to this like tournament thing, but it's fine. You know what I mean? Like, there's they do have some sort of regulations on that shit. So I don't know. Cool, but people, it's kind of cool. I don't know. But it's, it's I, I never been, it's knew. Been, it's been pretty fucking fun overall. Oh yeah, dude, it is fun. And all yeah, like I said, all the people are really legit. Like. 
I don't know. It's a beer league. It's pretty laid back. That, that's the other thing that's cool. You guys are having drinks the whole time you're playing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like. Not getting weight. I'm sure uh, maybe some people do. Some people do. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Two, three beers over the course of freaking three. Four hours. Yeah. Three, yeah. four hours. But. Yeah. Perfect. Exactly. While perfect. you're running around and. It's not like you're out. It it's not like you're out in outfield having a beer in one hand. Trying <laughs> yeah, to catch, it, yeah. That doesn't know. happen. No. Yeah. You actually, you have to have your beer like right outside the dugout too. You can't actually have beer or alcohol in the, in dugout. the dugout. Yeah. Yeah. But you can have it like on the bleachers right outside or like you can jimmy your arm through there and just like sip on it and then keep it outside the gate kind of thing. Gotcha. So like they're chill. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So yeah. Saturdays we definitely, we don't get away with drinking at all like in the dugout, but oh, okay. Tuesday Tuesday night, co-ed league. There's no adult, no, like no kids, excuse me. And so it's kind of more lenient. Yeah. But either way, we kind of just respect the space. and Cool. Just like anything else. Fuck yeah. Respect the space. Respect the space. Yeah. Yeah, that's been pretty cool. Like, speaking of respect the space, just, you know, now now I've been in, <clears throat> uh, been in Earth to Ashes a year. That just happened. Since it's been a year since they told, since we had the audition practices here. Oh, yeah. Since they came over those two or three times and That's awesome. tried me out. And it's been a year since the, the like this weekend was when, the last time they were over last year. Which they, is crazy. When they started riding you hard and putting you way wet. <laughs> <laughs> those old salty bastards. It's so funny. It's. <laughs> it, it, it's been pretty wild, but I was saying like we've and we've also been in our practice space about a year now. You know, and that was right about the time I got in the band was when we got our practice space. Oh yeah, um, and the 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 community and people there are just pretty fucking cool. We're always running into bands in our hallway that are you know same <laughs> like just there grinding and grinding. We see him loading in or out in gear, and oh, you got a gig? Oh, where are you going tonight? Or we're loading in or out of gear. Oh, where are you guys going? Or you know, cool stuff like that. And everybody keeps it pretty fucking clean. That's yeah, the other thing. That's that it's, legit. It's, you know, a lot of people look at musicians and stuff and like, oh, they're probably grungy and dirty and just like don't give fucks. And like, mm. you know, we we keep that fucking building pretty clean, dude. We res- yeah. respect the area we're in. I'd say in. our space is clean as hell, too. Like, not necessarily in our room because we have like fucking 10 people and it's your four room. different dude, bands. I tell you what, inside, <clears throat> the, I yeah. I know for a fact, I've walked down the hallways when other bands are loading in and out and look living in those rooms and, <laughs> i think people know, do i think some I am, people live i am in sure spaces i am sure that nights have been spent in these rooms like getting a fight with your fucking old lady and you're like i'm just going to the space yeah get, <laughs> i'm gonna play guitar all night grab a six or a pbr your guitar in your room to yourself and make a masturbate cry. when no one's there cry with your laptop with yeah yeah cry and masturbate with your laptop in a sleeping bag that's it and then netflix and chill Cuddle with your Ibanez. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's it's pretty neat, man. It's pretty cool. Got the fucking da, uh, Dante's gig. Oh, two weeks shit. less less than two weeks. Friday would have been two weeks. I'm I'm excited. I'm actually pretty nervous now. Like even though I've done a lot of, here's why I'm nervous. I've been thinking about it a lot. It's uh-huh. I I uh, we're gonna be playing in front of a big group of people. Oh yeah. It's probably gonna be the largest group I've ever played in front of. Could be, you know. I've, I've yep. been I've been trying to think. The only, t- you know, I don't think there were when when we went up to Anchorage and played that Rum Runners gig as Smash Bros. Uh-huh. I don't think there were over two hundred people there. 
Yeah. You know, and capacity at Dante's is 500. Yeah, that's pretty good, man. You know, oh, yeah. usually they get about 400, they quote unquote sell out, you know, which means 80, 80 or 85% of tickets get sold. They count yep. that as selling out, yep. which leaves room for people to walk in. So, true. you know, figure 400 people are going to be at Dante's, you know, that'll be the, tight. It, it's, it's, I'm, I am nervous for that first show in Portland. Uh, I got the, that song I'm singing, which, you know, after <laughs> I have to thank you again, dude, because uh, mm. we you helped me work on some vocal ideas for it, you know, mm. and we were, we were jamming and you uh, were fucking kind enough to sit there and play drums behind so I could keep time with my riff and work on singing. And there were a couple parts you just gave me, you know, direction on, said maybe it'd sound cooler if you took these this route or mm. sang these mm. notes. I, 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 you know, come into a pitch flat or something like that. And, you know, anyway, uh, practice on Saturday. Oh yeah. Or yeah, it was practice on Saturday. They, um, Mm. they, uh, they said, good job. Hell yeah. Which, you know, they, they stood, they also went, you know, there's a couple parts just work on, which I know I have a trouble with just like losing power at the end of the line versus holding oh, the yeah. intensity of the note all the way through the end of the note and then cutting it off. I have a tendency to want to trail off the note in pow- in intensity in the note. You know? Gotcha. Not that I change pitch or anything. Yeah, a lot just, of people actually do just, that. Kind of run out of steam just a touch. Well, it's it's not that my I don't I don't feel like my body runs out of steam. You I just kind of focusing maybe a little bit more on bass instead of singing at the end of the line. No, it's just kind of like a It's it's almost just like I sing and then just like like pull away like as I'm ending a note and almost like making it trail off. You know, you gotta doing it. I just need to go sing. Yeah, verse. You know, end it. Yeah, chop it. You know, through. Yeah, sing it all the the whistle. (laughs) Exactly. Sing to the whistle. Yeah, no shit. Um, no, just, that's yeah. that that's and so that's something I do struggle, with, especially when I'm when I'm though. using when I'm uh, using a little vocal fry, mm. and um and and really putting some nuts into the middle of the into the middle of the, you know the middle of the sentence I'm singing or the the the, the phrase I'm singing, um, I almost sing it like every line has like a beginning crescendo and end versus the whole thing just being a solid. Oh, gotcha. and, and you know, I kind of almost think of it like that, I guess, um, or that's what I have a tendency to do, and I have to work against doing that. And I, I think that's partially from my only real singing and playing experience being um, singing acoustic songs and playing acoustic guitar. Yeah, you know, and and it's in, a lot different. And in there you're working on dynamics and building and trailing off and you don't have a mic and you're not amplified. You're just, you know, like, like we did at the bonfire at Jay's right, house the right. other night, you know? Yeah. Like I, I sat down there and played a couple songs and sang and I felt super comfortable. I have no problem doing that. But as soon as I'm on stage with a bass <clears throat> with a microphone in my face, it's oh, like, yep, yeah. it physically, it's not different mentally in my head. It's a hundred percent different. True. You know, I get you. And so I've been struggling with that, dealing with that, but, Working there. through it, yeah. Less than two weeks to the show, and mm. gonna uh, 
you know, play in front of a bunch of people. The cool thing is, is most of the people will probably have never heard of or heard of us or seen us. Right. It'll all be a bunch of people that'll give you a good first, like, you know, a good first. Uh, yeah. We have a chance to win over some new fans. We have a chance to uh, impress, you know, people that haven't ever seen us or heard of us, but are there to, and, and dig like a Led Zeppelin vibe. Yeah. It'll be you cool know? to hear what they say. The, the crowd that'll be at that show, you know, when yeah. you show them your music. Yeah. That'll be sweet. Yeah, it'll be pretty cool. We have a we have a pretty good set. We have a few long songs we're doing. One song's like almost nine minutes that we're playing for the set. So Fuck yeah. it'll give a chance for all those fucking stoners to uh, drone out and ooh, hopefully we see some titties. No, I'm kidding, but for real. Yeah, but hopefully not. Uh, but I'm, but I'm kidding, but but for real. <laughs> right, uh, let's go to a, a commercial. Yeah, let's play something of ours. Welcome to Kablarg Motors, proudly serving the U.S. mediocre automobiles for the last three and a half months. And we're still going. Kablarg! Kablarg! When I first heard about Kablarg Motors, I broke down at a taco house somewhere outside of Dallas. I was fortunate enough to get upgraded to a bigger car that smelled like farts at first, but now I only smell burritos. Farty burritos, which is appropriate because later my farts will smell like burritos. Carblog. Carblog. Fuck yeah. Um, dude, you want to uh, listen to a song? Let's play it. So, this is going to be the first song we play on the new record player. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, you are in and, for a treat. Oh, something else we. Uh, Acquired. We well some b- b- besides well here, <laughs> let me go let me go two parts on this okay F- part one the record player is also automated so now it auto picks up and drops its own needle just by us hitting a start and stop button but we haven't figured out how to use the programming thing yet oh for the second song third song right and because every track you can only program to a vinyl oh yeah. You know, because it won't know where the second or third track is for every vinyl. So it's true. Doing middle drops, we'll still have to auto middle drop, but for f- like we're gonna do right now, um, we're gonna just press a button and it's gonna start. the The record player also has pitch adjust, and <laughs> so within each frequency, each speed of the vinyl, because you have thirty threes, you have forty fives. You know, um, 77s, which is right in the middle of 33 or 45, but twice the speed. Um, yeah, so, you know, all but vinyls are cut at all different speeds. Yeah. And so we have the ability to choose all between those different speeds and adjust the relative speed up and around that one. So depending on the vinyl, depending on discrepancies in cut, it might be the the actual pitch of the music might be at 33 and a half rpms or 30 to 32.9 rpms or right you know so we have the ability to make it exactly what it is needing to yes. be and then second to my thing is the <laughs> album we got your parents not only brought us this amazing record player but they brought us a amazing stack of vinyl yeah it had Beatles in it. It had uh, Elton John in it. John Prine. Mm-hmm. It had fucking um, oh Jesus. Um, Gold. 
I, I yeah, it's too many, too many good artists to even uh, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, fucking we to that one. Um, God, man, it had so many. They brought us so many good old vinyls. Um, and today we're gonna actually listen to uh, Elton John's "Good Goodbye Yellow Brick Road," which is probably one of Elton John's greatest albums of all time. This one looks like a really old recording. I'm pretty sure this is an original. Just the way everything looks, the way it feels, Ugh, the fact it's, a, it's in good condition. It's in such good condition. Oh wow! The fact that the only date on it at all, there's no reprint dates, there's no anything. The only date on the entire album on all the things is 1973. So that is a pretty good idea that um, <laughs> that this album is uh, probably pretty close to an original. Which is fucking amazing. Um, yeah, it's pretty. So we're going to start with a beautiful song. Um, <laughs> this this is a uh, kind of medley slash instrumental that he wrote. It's the first track on the first side. It's called uh, Love Lies Bleeding um, and then Funeral for a Friend. Or Funeral for a Friend is first and then Love Lies Bleeding. Um, and, and they run into each other. Uh, Funeral for a friend is instrumental, and then Love Love Lies Bleeding is the kind of second half to the first one. Um, they really are one track. If you look at the the track distinctions on the vinyl, uh, the first two songs are one track, and we're gonna listen to them because it's amazing. It's a uh, it's really great composure, and it shows some of the the creativity and the genius of Elton John. Um, and Dream Theater covers this, and it's one of my favorite covers of all time. So, this song. And you're going to hear the uh, the, rec- the record drop here in a second. And the new, be- new. This is, this is what beauty sounds like, people. Oh, did you hear that drop? You barely even heard it. Barely even heard it. That's how good this thing drops. Just listen to the new quality of this, guys. This is going to be probably one of the greatest sounding you've heard. I may do a little pitch adjust in part of the song, but it won't be be bad. is amazing oh man sounds so good I love that chord it just goes so minor and dark 
Dude, it sounds so good. Oh. I hope you guys are getting it as good as we're getting The low getting notes it. sound really great. That's amazing. Oh, wow. for this Everything I 
The layering is amazing. Ah, yeah. Elton John was a genius, man. appreciated about Elton John was that the bass was always layered pretty high up in the mix yeah and the the drums aren't yeah like they're there but they're not they're not as loud as a lot of other bands true Such a good singer, man. Yeah, dude, he kills it. <clears throat> Here's here comes a great note. Right here, I, th- I think. That's the good stuff, man. And I tell you what, it sounds fucking amazing. Oh, and then look, I just press a button and it stops. And it, and it takes the arm all the way back to the side. Oh, how beautiful is that, man? Do you click it to two and then when you hit stop? See, it doesn't it know resets? where it doesn't know where two is. Oh, well, I was wondering, like, if you, I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to figure out how to yeah, program it. Yeah, but I think you have to do it to each disc. And so, like, if we're going to play one disc, here's what we would do. If we're, like, like so we're going to pick the vinyl of the night, right? Yeah. There's a way to program it, so you hit start, and then it'll go and play track, track the first one. Well, no, it'll play the first one, and then say we hit stop, flip it to side two and the second song we want to play is side two track three Mm. number two on the the programmer yeah the memory would would, would, the memory number two would put the arm to that position we'd still have to hit stop flip the disc but then then memorizes but then but only for one disc right of course yeah and then so every time we'd have to reprogram it 
but we could do it. Right. No, it's fucking amazing. And it has a dust cover. The other beautiful thing that mine didn't really have, mm-hmm. a see-through dust cover. Um. So this, yeah, no, that's that's a piece of brilliance there, man. Oh, yeah. It's I've, fucking. I'm a happy, happy camper. You know. Podcast is going to be better off well, listening, listening pleasures. It will be. I think that you guys will be happy with that sound quality now. Oh shit! Um, oh man, <laughs> here's here's one thing I have to say. Ready? Oh yeah, dude! Fucking Game of Thrones. That's what <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man. Game of Thrones is so good tonight. So for all of you, we're recording this on Easter Sunday, um, which is also for spoilers mo- for, for most people, Game of Thrones Sunday. True. It just so happens this year. Here, you know what's crazy? Last year, April, Easter was on April 1st. That's weird. And then now, and today is what, the 21st? True. Yeah, yeah. So three weeks apart. How does that make any sense to you that yeah it doesn't that that last year April was or Easter was uh, three weeks earlier than it is this week this year? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't know how that stuff works. There's re- weird rules. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Polly. No, it's not. That. It has to. I, bet, <laughs> no, I, think, that, that I think it actually has apply. to do with the moon. Oh, I think it has to do with the cycles of the moon. <laughs> it's even weirder. <laughs> I think it has to do with. Damn it. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure. But anyways, oh, okay, so this is going to be Game of Thrones talk right now. If you guys haven't uh, watched Game of Thrones season ever, season eight, episode, season seven, whatever, episode two of this new season, uh-huh. if you guys haven't watched that yet and you're listening to this now, shut it down. Uh, just skip forward like 15 minutes, um, maybe something like that. We don't know. Um, but yeah, or just listen through and go watch it or pause it right here. Go watch it and come back. <sighs> What'd you think? First two seasons in first two episodes in, I mean, what, what's your thoughts so far in game of Thrones? I was hoping to at least see a little bit of starting battles, but we heard stories of starting battles and what they were capable of. The white walkers. Yeah. Coming in. Um, I don't know. It's cool to see everybody in the same sp- spot. Right, right. Uh, people I, you've never seen cross paths, or people that had previously had bad interactions. Uh, and then or, come, or yeah, or good like yeah. training experiences. It seems like there's a lot of like growing up that a lot of the characters did had together. Done in, yeah, right. <sighs> yeah, a lot of good Man, r- writing. Okay. So, so first show. blew me away. Um, that uh, Brienne uh, vouched for Jamie. Yeah. Right? Brienne vouched for Jamie. And then at the end, so this is spoilers for anybody yeah, who's going to see. Like, I'm going to say it. We're going to talk about it. But if you literally, yeah. if you haven't heard it, don't be pissed at what we say next. Yeah, because we fucking told you, like, shut this shit off. Yeah. Shut it down. And then come back right at this point, 40 after you watch mi- it. 42 minutes and 10 seconds in. Yeah. Um, and yeah. finish this episode. Dude, I I literally teared up when Jamie knighted Brienne. Yeah, that's some deep shit. When he knighted her, dude, like I I literally circle. I literally had tears in my eyes, dude. Mm. Like a couple times this episode made me tear up. <sighs> a lot of character development, you just fall in love with people. 
or like just yeah fundamental growth you just see people what was the other one that was sad um oh yeah what was the other one that 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 was a tearjerker um god what moment was that it was with God, there was another moment that was big. Why am I blanking on it right now? There was two times. It was, oh, yeah, I, I don't I'm remember. remembering everything else but the tear-drinking moments. Yeah, yeah. Dude, okay, <laughs> okay. Um, it, it was, I'm glad we had the comic relief from yes. fucking, uh, what's his nuts, the red beard. Uh, what's his fucking Giant's name? Bane. What's his fucking yeah. name? Yeah. Yeah, Giant's Bane. Oh, uh, man, yeah. we heard all about it. This yeah, I drank the giant's tit, the milk from the giant's tit. That's why I'm <laughs> yeah. so strong. And then he just fucking chugs his horn. <laughs> like all of it. Go, 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 go. He made that a statement, dude. That was amazing. Um, oh, what was his line? I would, I would, uh, oh, it's so funny. Oh, I would I'll, knight you 10 if, times if over. I was, if I was king, I'd knight you 10 times over. <laughs> if yeah. I was king, I'd knight you 10 dude, times over. Dude, I loved over. it right as soon as we saw him. Is the big lady still here, or is the big woman still here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was fucking great. Pretty priceless. Oh man, that was good. Um, seeing oh, so that was here's the creepiest part. Of, okay, creep me to you. What was to you? What was like the most like, like oh fuck, creepiest part of the episode? Because I have my part of like the like I use the word creepy because to me it's creepy, but it it could be just like the most like whoa or like. Like, oh shit, some stuff's gonna happen part of the episode. Oh man. Oh man, probably seeing Arya. <laughs> oh, Arya fucked the guy? Yeah, it was kind of rapey on her part. <laughs> yeah, it was. Not really, but. Was, he could me too. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, not really, but. Mine, mine it was just kind of like, whoa, dude, like seeing her grow up kind of. Yeah. So it was just yeah. kind of like, wow, I get, you know, she is older. Yeah. Yeah, she's 18 or 19 or something like that now. Mm. Um, mine was when uh, Jamie and Bran talked. Oh, yeah. and Bran's he, so cold. Well, Br you know, Jamie was like, anything, oh, you know, you're not mad. At, yeah, I'm not mad at anything. And then he goes, um, well, what about after we're, what about after this is over? And Bran looks at Jamie and goes, who says this is going to be, or who says we're going to make it through? Yeah, or he's like, like that. He's like, who says we're going to end this? Yeah. Or whatever that line was. And oh, and what about the end? What do you? Th who says it's going to end? Yeah, who says it's going to end? Uh -huh. And I was like, oh, oh no. Like, yeah. Like, I felt like that was such a little subtle line, but him telling Jamie that, like, uh -huh. who says it's going to end? Like, who mm -hmm. says this is going to be over or we're going to make it through? Yeah, yeah. Like. Foreshadowing. A bit, dude. Especially, oh, God. To him. And like making sure that he's there. Yeah. So now you know we we get up to the end. Fucking uh, John's again. Spoilers. Fuck. I don't want to have to keep saying this, but uh, oh, that's it. John Snow tells. Keep, keep fast forwarding, people. If you just stopped, John. John yeah. Keep <laughs> fast forwarding right now. Keep fast forwarding because John Snow's about to tell uh, Daenerys something <laughs> that you don't know if she wants to, if he's going to tell or not. <laughs> so go. Shoot. Uh, keep fast forwarding. Fuck, dude! That that he's Aegon, and and tells her, and he's the fucking heir to the Iron Throne. And do you see the look on her face when she, she said like, it? She's like, "That oh, means we're that, that means that you're the heir." Uh -huh. Blah 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 blah. 
I don't think it's about her. I think it's about her realizing that she would have to kill him to get what she wants. Yeah. I think that's what we just saw right there. Yeah. Is her realization that for her to actually get the Iron Throne at the end of everything, mm. if John is still alive after the White Walkers, she's going to have to kill him to do it. Yep. Heavy. Which gets rid of everybody's th- fucking thoughts on that Daenerys and John are going to end up together. Yeah, because that ain't going to fucking happen. No, because Even, I don't, yeah. because I, they're related. And I don't think they're fucked up enough to be a Jamie no. Cersei no. Lannister relationship. And they didn't even get away with it, and it was all ugly. Oh, so ugly. Yeah. The things you'll do for the ones you love. Remember when oh, Brad said God. that? God. That was maybe the creepiest part. Ooh, that maybe was, that, that takes was, the cake. That was pretty fucking creepy. Oh, no, the other part, the other part that teared me up. When fucking, um, when fucking, oh, what's his actual name? What gave you the cries? Reek. Uh, 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 When he showed back up and said, I want to fight for you. And Sansa hugged him and you saw him just like embrace her. And that whole moment, dude, that whole moment. Theon, thank you. Theon, yeah. Um, when 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 he, Theon showed up and him and Sansa had that hug out, and like, oh, yeah, they've been dude, through some shit. They've both been through some shit, man. And just to the see him come back hug. and want to fight for House Stark, he was raised in House Stark. Yeah, like he was a Stark kid. Yeah, you know, and everything that happened and him fucking them over and coming back for that and like, oh god, dude, that that one that was the other part that fucking jerked me up a little bit, dude. Is like. Okay, what about this? This just popped in my head. Fucking, um, oh, and it just escaped my head. Hold on. Um, head pops. Um, as I was thinking about uh, Theon showing Sansa? up. Um, oh, when Sansa and Daenerys had the meeting in the thing oh, and they were yeah, getting together. And she goes, what about the North? Yeah, yeah. You know, my people said they'd never never kneel before anybody else, and they had that moment of, like, staring each other in the fucking eyes and tension. Yeah, because they were getting along. They were getting along. Everything was great, but I love, I love... always so much tension. Well, that Daenerys was like, you could tell she wants to smooth things over because she wants to be the one king, the Uh, one queen, uh, right? She wanted to be before she knew... This is before she even knew about Jon Snow. And mm. then... um, she goes, but what about the North? And that's like showing that Sansa has backbone. Oh yeah, dude. And she'll stand up and just like, Hey, I love this. Yeah. We need to get together. We need to do all this stuff and move past and, and work together and be friends to get through this fucking battle with the night King and all this shit. But she but, doesn't back down, dude. But once this is over, if we're still here and you go down to fucking King's landing and you take the iron throne, uh, the North still here. All right, we're still in the fuck. Fuck, man. Oh, God. And then right at the end of the episode, they're fucking marching up. They have the field to cross before the wall. Everybody's fucking getting ready. Like, people are getting drunk. People are fucking. (laughs) Well, they know that this is people are receiving swords. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, Sam. Dude, that was emotional, too. His family swords away. You could tell, you could tell, like, Dude, the guy that plays Sam Tarly, the guy that plays him is so good. He's just such a big, sweet man. And, like, he he conveyed so well in his acting the fact that he was so, he was remorseful in the fact that he couldn't be out there using the sword. <laughs> 
he looks oh, at yeah. I can he barely pitiful lift. as I can, fuck. I can barely <laughs> no, wield sorry. it. I can barely yeah. even lift it. I can't even pick it up. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah, he can't hold it upright or some shit. <laughs> Dude, and he get oh God. Yeah, he does a good job. But they all did a good job, obviously. But such a good job, man. Oh, and the other part that I was like, ooh, I somebody knew. keep fast forwarding. Yeah, keep fast forwarding. Keep fast if forwarding. If you're here, keep fast forwarding. Spoilers. Um, keep fast forwarding. Uh, her getting her weapon. Sansa getting her weapon. Right. He yeah. just saw it. She didn't even use it that much. She didn't do much, but she looked at it and she goes, "This'll do." Mm. And that to me is like, oh, she's gonna fuck up some fucking <laughs> yeah, night walkers yeah, with this shit dude. it's gonna get crazy like, dude she's gonna Ugh. fuck them up <laughs> yeah it's gonna be insane god uh, that's the next episode dude the next episode oh, is, 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 is the them coming to the like they're, oh, yeah. they're it's at winterfell be the best episode ever they're in winterfell so i have a feeling There's so many i have a feeling that people there well i have the feeling that the battle is going to be two episodes yeah this battle at Winterfell, whatever happens, is going to be two full so episodes. Insane, dude. We're gonna episode three is going to stop in the middle of the battle at a crux point, like like the Night King gets to Bran in the fucking forest. Yeah, some right, shit. and they try to have their their surrounding party ambush the Night King when he's and there with Bran. And it'll dagger our little penis holes. Oh, daggers right in the penis holes. <laughs> Fuck! You're right. Daggers in the penis holes. I feel like that needs to be a little sound blip. It does. Daggers, daggers in, in the, the penis, penis holes. holes. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll mark that at 52.19. That's good. All right. Oh, man. Yeah. So we got that next week. We got another. Oh, you're not going to be here next week no. to watch it with us. You're going to be in Colorado. I'm going to be in Colorado. Fuck, yeah, that's right. Yeah, should be pretty cool. Gonna go see my bro-in-law. Yeah. Yeah, he had his first child. He had a little baby boy, also named Shane. Yeah, that's right. He named him... Shane. He named him after his own... His ownness. Yeah, and his pops. So, yeah, pretty exciting. That is pretty fucking exciting. Go see where he... What he does and... Yeah, I don't know. We FaceTimed with his girlfriend the other day. It was really fun. That's good. Yep. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Haven't been there. Call, yeah, Colorado's going to be interesting. <laughs> I haven't been you're there. You're going to do a new thing. You're going to Airbnb at some strange people's fucking houses. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. You're going <laughs> to... Yeah, we're hanging out with Jada's family that she doesn't know like extremely well. But we know Shane well. Yeah. But, like, we're but tight it's with cool Shane. that you're going to get a f- chance to like... Uh, you know, so much time has been, you know, I guess other than Tanya, so much time yeah. has been spent like Jada meeting a lot of your family. And, yeah, exactly. You know, she things and, most and, of my family. And then now you're going to get this chance to go and be, be you mm. and meet her grandpa and meet, you know, her grandma. Oh, yeah. And meet, you know, this whole Colorado side of the, the shit, dude. That's, yeah, it should be pretty, pretty sweet. That's fucking, it's fucking rad. Yeah. We're excited to hang out with them and the baby well and then the other too. really exciting thing is is you go you get to go do this you get to go on vacation uh see all that and then as you get back and you're recording another fucking album dude yeah well a little an EP. Uh, an EP of an EP, yeah i don't be- know how much we'll actually do we've been talking about it more and more but yeah we at least got three th- three songs i think we're gonna do hey that's good so that's great and then i don't know depending on how fast it all goes we'll just keep on rolling so 
but yeah, we got more songs worked up than that, but we definitely, uh, I don't know, taking our time, making sure it's right. Yeah, we were talking um, in the in the same note, um, and we have a that a show in August, um, and after that, we're not going to book any more shows. We're going to finish up, but obviously, we're still going to be riding between now and then. But we're going to take basically the end of August and September, and uh, nail out, um, do all of our goods finalization stuff on on our songs, and then October, November, right in that range, we're already talking to book studio time. Nice to go in and you know so hell yeah by October November of this year Earth Ashes will be in the studio recording an EP, <sighs> uh, five song EP with me on it. And, Heck yeah, Dude, um, that'll be tight. It'll be not only my first contribution to Earth Ashes, but my first legit time ever in a real studio, ever in my life recording something for me that will actually get put out to people to hear. Yeah, that's good shit, dude. You know, good for you, man. Been, been a, up. a long fucking time in this game, oh, I, playing a lot of music, waiting for this, and uh, it's just kind of cool that it's getting real. You know, I don't want it to be such a gloaty Mick fuckface thing. No, but, not at all. I I, no, I know that I know that you know I that. Understand. I'm kind of I'm kind of talking to more of the people out there than oh he's talking. You know, I I it's just it's it's a big fucking deal. Imagine. Imagine if uh, you were a professional dancer or a pool player or something and you played and played and played and always kind of sat on the outskirts of, of real professional tournaments and real professional things and you did really good work and you were always competing and, and in the mix and trying to be right there with everybody and just slowly out of it and all of a sudden you had a chance to, for the first time, compete in front of people that it mattered. And that's kind of what I feel like. Right. You know? You trained so hard for the hundred meter dash, but like I was always the ninth man out of the eight chosen, you know. Yeah, never even got to you know maybe I never even got to run a prelim race or, or a qualifying race. Maybe I never quite qual. I was you know I was always mm. right there. Right. It always felt like I was right there. Never won musical chairs. Yeah, yeah. The last picked for Duck Duck Goose. They just wouldn't call fucking goose. Yeah. They just wouldn't ever call Goose. You, well, you've heard about the thing in Minnesota, right, of how they actually say it? Duck, duck, gray duck? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, okay. It's duck, duck, gray duck. <laughs> That's insane. Okay. Just because? Well, be, yeah, because well, obviously... Ducks and geese look a lot di- yeah. different than each other, but ducks and gray ducks look very similar to each other. Uh-huh. And you could go duck, duck, green duck. You could go duck, 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 gray squirrel. You could say a bunch of different things, and so it makes the game harder to play because as soon as you hear someone go, go- if you're playing duck, duck, goose, you know, oh, no matter okay. what, that it's goose. always go- is goose. There's no confusion that... so. People, the the thing is, you don't want to get up too early if you think you're called a gray duck, right? <laughs> wow. So it's duck, duck, gray duck. And so uh-huh. people have to listen because you could say green duck. You could say any sort of other thing. Gotcha. And well, then, all right. And and I'm, I, I got convinced that Minnesota is one of the only places that plays it like that. 
it seems like everybody plays it like that as kids. That's uh, so... But I believe that all kids should play it that way because it actually makes their listening skills better to it's listen. a little more stimulating for well, the kid. And, and there's a little more information you have to know than just the very beginning of the information. It kind of teaches them to listen through the whole thing before reacting versus just hearing g- and thinking you know the answer. Grope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Touch your teacher's balls. <laughs> no, just kidding. Grape <laughs> nuts. <laughs> Grape nuts? I don't know. <laughs> the first thing I came up with was grope. <laughs> what's wrong uh, with me? Here, what the fuck? This might be what's wrong with you. Oh. Over the years, Kablarg has grown with you as a consumer. We were there throughout your childhood with our hopefully patented child finder. The top selling doodle flip. Tear muffs. And the anti-cry device. We moved to adulthood with our new tinsel. Lawn care. And don't forget about the pizza. But Kablog has come to realize that we've neglected the old people. I mean, they're easy to forget about. They kind of just sit there with their cats. And complain about being cold. Now Kablarg has a new line of products to make those geriatric folks not feel so shitty. The Kablarg hopefully patented all-in-one, all-absorbent grundle catch. We just wrap the ass apparatus with the asseratus wrap. To catch the crap when the ass wraps up the crap. This is Edgar P. The guys in R&D have been kicking ass for old folks like me. We now invented the double-sided back scratcher. Use your imagination to see what the other side's used for. We recently came up with the auto-chew with its munchifier technology. And coming soon, the old people finder. Our grundle catch now comes in distinctive patterns. Cats and cactuses for grandmas. For grandpas, we have camo. Because they want to go commando, but are afraid to do so. Because they can't back it no mo. Where's my cat? Fuck, I'm cold. Once again, time and stuff bring you the asshole of the week. The undercrusted cavities and the taints of the wicked. The seeping piles of excrement of the human race. These elected scumbags are the shit on your shoe. The asshole of the week. Asshole. Asshole. <laughs> so, Aaron. So, uh, the guys that, it's actually two people. And I think that uh, they should definitely be the assholes of the week. This might have happened over a week ago by now, but pretty fucking close. Um, Notre Dame burned down. Yeah. The cathedral spire (laughs) and a bunch of the old, oh, excuse me, burps from beer. Uh, The old woodwork inside Uh burned down. They lost some art. They lost some shit. Uh, I saw pictures of the inside. It looked pretty, pretty shit-tastic. Yeah. Looked pretty tore up. Yeah, here's here's the big thing for me. Uh, no one died. Firefighters did the work. They put out and contained it the best they could. It spread a little bit to some other buildings on that block. They contained all those. Uh, it caught multiple buildings on fire. No one died. Everybody is up in arms about things. Things. You know, and I understand. I, I actually really get the sentiment that Notre Dame represents kind of an inspired humanity to build something grand, right? It right. took it took over a generation's worth of people to complete 
Uh, it's been reconstructed lots of times. Uh, this isn't the first time it's had catastrophes inside of Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, you know, so this isn't like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bummer that parts of it that were old aren't there anymore, I guess. But this is kind of one of those things where there's lots of other shit that is only a little less notable that's older that gets destroyed all the time and no one cares about. Yeah. That's, and, and it's, it's older. It has a little less history and a little less notable, but it happens all the time. It does. And for me, the assholes are the French billionaires <laughs> who donated hundreds of millions, between the two of them, almost $700 million to help rebuild Notre Dame. One, the Catholic Church has plenty of money to fund the building, rebuilding of this church. They have plenty of fucking money. There's no question. And two, these French billionaires had enough money that one church burns down and they have almost a billion dollars to donate. Right. Every fucking day across the world, even in France, people are homeless, people are starving, kids can't eat. There is so much humanitarian work. They could go with Doctors Without Borders. They could donate to... Pick anything. Pick anything they can do and take a third of the money they... A third of the money they donated. They donated $300 million, over $300 million a piece to a church that's old as fuck when kids now are fucking dying and they have hundreds of millions of... They could donate $100 million a piece. I don't give... Like, they're assholes yeah. for that, for the short-sightedness. They're, there's no humanitarian... To them, what it looks like in my eyes is there's no humanitarian thing that was worthy of their money until this shitty old building burned down. Like... <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. It... it it, it sickens me, dude. Yeah. They have the disposable income for that. Mm. They can write it off. It's charity. They donated that shit. But there's no money in helping kids. And that's what's sick. And these people could do that. They could literally do it. They have the fucking... They're billionaires. They're billionaires. There's That's so much goddamn money, dude. Yeah. You know? And so to me, they're fucked. It's, it's sick. It's It's twisted. They don't have views, you know, it, it, it's, yeah. You're not wrong. It's, yeah, you're right. It is short-sighted. They, yeah, that much money, you could do so much. You could influence so much. You could Dude, each change of, a Each lot. of them could have donated $200 million a piece to Notre Dame, taken $100 million a piece. Dude, that's a, I mean, think, list $100 million. A hundred million. Oh, dude, that's a dollar will feed a kid a day in Africa. I'm sure it's less. Oh, for a day, yeah, maybe one dollar will feed one kid one day mm. for sure. Like that's not a question. Yeah, sure. They might even have money left over. Yeah, a hundred million dollars. Like each of them could have donated a third of what they gave to Notre Dame to a f- something to help people that are dying. And then still given to the church and definitely paid for the reconstruction, right? Yeah. 
Like, it was going to get reconstructed probably one way or another through yeah, some way, yeah. through some means. No shit. Instead of two guys. That but are but like, are all uh, the kids just going to get helped one way regardless without? No, they're not. No. Like these are the these are the times when action like that are like, you know, it's short sighted. It's hmm. but you know what? It made a fucking headline. And honestly, them so quick, it burns down. They donate all this money. It gets on the thing. They're famous for donating this money and they're heroes. And oh, you help, like look at this. I, I guarantee they would have gotten less press if they had donated that much money to Doctors Without Borders or to you know whatever the foundation yeah it was i bet they would have got less press it would have been a bigger help it would have been more humanitarian and would have had less coverage yeah it was kind of a scheme i think so i think so it's gross and honestly i can't help but think the way that you know a lot of shady shit happens within the catholic church a lot of Mm. shady shit happens within the vatican they hold a lot of political pressure it can't help me but think that these billionaires who donate $300 million a piece to the Catholic Church to help fund... Sweeten them up. Yeah, what, you know, what, I mean, come on. What are they getting out of it besides a bunch of press? Yeah. What are, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? It, it just, it's gross. To me, they're assholes. I think it's a definition of the word asshole in my book. That's my thought. I like it. Yeah. Want to listen to another song? Yep. Let's do that. All right, so I'm going to have to do a drop this time. Ooh. It's going to be a little different. We're experiencing something new. But we got the technology. It's a little harder to see, but we're going to uh we're going to test and see how close I get. Oh, right at the end of the song. Trail off. No big deal. That wasn't much. No, not like bad at all, huh? Note. Yeah. Single note trail off. That ain't bad. Nope. All right, here's another great song. Uh I just hope you guys just better fucking get some right now if you don't sing along to this fucking song you have something wrong with you Cheers, everybody.
dude, I love the little red light block. Oh, I know. I thought that was nifty as shit, too, man. On the vinyl player. It's, yeah. It, you know what it's used for? Showing that it's spinning. Yeah. But you can also measure RPM off of that block for oh, timing gotcha. records. Oh, tight. Dude, it's a nifty little unit. It's so tight. I love it. Smells fine. <laughs> I love his long trail off on that. Benny and the Jets. Such a stud, dude. <laughs> That's so beautiful. It really is. So beautiful, man. Oh, yeah, it was. It's still just Benny, man. Just Benny. Benny and the Jets, motherfucker. All fucking night. That's, that's the shit. <clears throat> it really is. Oh, yeah. And see that dialed back right into that sound. So that's the thing, as we've learned, is before, until we get the preamp, I have to mess with the EQ a little bit. 
Oh, or yeah. not the EQ, the input of the uh, auxiliary send and return. Mm. Boost it a little bit when we listen to the vinyl. Turn it back down so we get away from that buzz sound. Because right now, we're clear. Nothing. We got nothing. Just um, our beautiful voices. That's it. I hope you guys are enjoying this. So, yeah, I want to uh, yeah. go and do what I was going to talk about, what I t- said I was going to talk about at the end. Um, we just experienced the we- Passover, Good Friday, Easter weekend. Yep. Uh, this whole thing happens. And um, Passover is a weird one. Uh, what do you know? Because you were raised in a, a Christian household and spent many, 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 many years in church. And what uh, what do you know about Passover? I'm going to ask you. Um, are you talking about just like fucking Passovers and like there's portions where you don't eat? Some people don't eat during That's Passover? Lent. That's Lent. Passover. Yeah, we didn't do any of that really. You, did, you, you guys never Obviously. talked about Passover in your church or the the thing when uh, in Egypt during the time of Moses, when uh, the people had to take God, first the lambs. Kid? That that's the whole first yeah, born okay. kid thing, and the lamb's blood on the door sill. Yeah, the, yeah. The that's beam. creepy. And no, we talked about all that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of yeah. It's kind of creepy. Like. I don't know. It's almost like a well. Be thankful it wasn't it wasn't around when you were like I don't know. It is. Be thankful because that didn't happen when you're growing up. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. So so the whole thing to me is it 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 kind of uh, attests to a if 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 the God of the Bible is the same if the god of the new testament is the same god as the god of the old testament when this happened and everything else happened then he's kind of a monster yeah a lot of times people say that the yeah the old testament is like yeah kind of like a very unforgiving god and then like the new testament it's kind of like but yeah it it just doesn't really make any sense well it doesn't well the because the bible the bible there there are multiple verses in the bible where god himself speaks to people and says i am god i do not change like that's a verse in the bible yeah you know and and so what do you take but for me passover is weird because you have this issue where supposedly the egyptians the people of egypt had taken the people of israel as slaves somehow Somehow, Egypt went to Israel, took all the people of Israel as slaves, and went back down to Egypt with all the Israelites. Yeah. Um, And at this time, the people of Israel were slaves in Egypt, and Moses was born, had his whole thing, uh, and came to feel, and, and God told him he was the person to free the people, the Israelites from the people of Egypt, from the Pharaoh, from the kings of Egypt. Yeah. And so it was tasked to Moses by Pharaoh or by, by God to go to the Pharaoh and ask him to free the people. And so he did. And Moses went and he said, hey, we have all these people of Israel. We, are, we need to be freed. Um, Let my people go. But he, but, this, <laughs> but this happened multiple times. It didn't happen one time. This happened over ten times in the Bible. Mm. 
Moses kept going back to the Pharaoh. And the first time Pharaoh basically said, hey, um, I need to see the work that the Israelites do. I need to know that you're people of worth. You know, it seems like you are here and you're, you know, and so Moses was tasked to show Pharaoh, the people of Israel, Israel work. And well, he did. And God saw that it, Pharaoh may let the people go. Basically, he said, listen, you're going to have to go and ask again for the Pharaoh to let the people go. But because he may, I'm, I will harden his heart so that he rejects your request. So basically, God commands or turns the heart of the Pharaoh hard so that he will say no to Moses yet again. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then he goes, okay, now... Moses, you have to show this Pharaoh that you are supported by me, the one true God. So lay your staff down in front of the the Pharaoh and turn it to a serpent. And so Moses lays his staff down in front of the Pharaoh. His staff turns to a serpent. Well, the Pharaoh also had magicians of his time. They all laid their staffs down. They all turned to serpents as well. Mm. But... Moses's serpent staff ate all of the other ones yeah. and became the biggest dominant snake. And he says, oh, look, there it is. Well, guess what? That was pretty convincing for Pharaoh. God hardened his heart again to reject wanting to let the people go that time. So now re- being rejected a second time, Moses was tasked with another task to try and convince him and telling the Pharaoh that, hey, if you don't, my God will rain plagues upon you. There go the 10 plagues. Yeah. So it goes the first six, they're pretty bad. The seventh one, that's actually pretty fucking bad. Um, You already have bugs, locusts, you know, frogs, the river of blood, uh, infected cattle, uh, just killing everybody. And yet again, toward the end of the plagues, um, the whole reason, and this is actually in the Bible, it, it says this, this is God talking to Moses, um, I am afraid that the people of Egypt will not know my name, so I must harden the heart of the Pharaoh so that I may perform these demonstrations of me so that the people of Egypt will know my name when I kill them for sinning for not letting the people of Israel go. It's a big game. Kind of. Yeah. In in the Bible, and this is what it says. I even read Exodus today. I read Exodus this morning wanting to just get shit straight. And God says, I'm going, You, the people of Israel need to let go because they're my chosen people. You have to ask the Pharaoh to let me go. But because the people of Egypt do not know my name, I'm going to harden the heart of the Pharaoh so that when you ask him, he says no. So then they have sinned against the people of Israel so that I can give them plagues to show them I'm real so that they, so that my plagues can then overturn the heart of the Pharaoh that I hardened so that he will let you guys go. So all the plagues happen. 
the Pharaoh's going to do it one more time. There's this one last thing that the, the Pharaoh has to, sh- the, the, the God has to show the Pharaoh. So he hardens his heart one more time. That's a lot of hardening. He has a pretty fucking <laughs> yeah. rock hard heart He's a by tough now. guy. <laughs> and then, then Passover comes and God goes, all right, the people of Israel live among the Egyptians. And for, because of the sins of the Pharaoh, the Egyptians are all sinners, but the sins are what God caused them to be. Mm. He hardened the heart or else there would have been no sins, but the sins was not letting the people go, which God made the Pharaoh do. God goes, I, ha- I yeah, yeah. <laughs> God goes, I have to smite and kill. I'm going to send the angel of death to kill the firstborn, every firstborn of Egypt. Which is just kind of crazy just to write down. Like, just write that down somewhere. Yeah. The angel of death. I'm going to... Write the, write that down just anywhere on a piece of paper. The angel of death is going <laughs> to come and kill the, all the firstborn of Egypt. All of the firstborn of Egypt. That means every... If you took that sentence out of context and just put it up anywhere, people would just be creeped out and be like... If Trump said, I'm the angel of... I'm going to bring the angel of death to you, kill the and, firstborn of all of Minnesota... Or all of any other place too. I mean, all of all of Korea, all of uh, anywhere. Take that anywhere. That's disgusting. Anyone opposing my wall, right? I'm going to kill the firstborn of all of Mexico because of the sins they've committed against going against me building a wall. Like that. That kind of thing is gross. Of course. But but God said it, and here's the weird part. God in His inf- infinite wisdom, knowing the plan of everything, being all powerful, being uh, above time, being above above everything, couldn't tell the difference between the good Israelites and the Egyptians when they were in their houses at nighttime. So he commanded all of the people who were of, of Israel and of God to slaughter a lamb, wipe the blood on the beam of, across the top of their door to signify to the angel of death they were ones to not be killed. Yeah. Well, above all this, uh, this whole plan, all of the hardening of the <laughs> hearts and all of the fucking plagues and everything that happened and the turning the staffs to snakes and all of that God put in motion and made sure happened so that he could kill all of the firstborn of Egypt to then change the mind of the Pharaoh. Like I said, if you just put this anywhere else and it wasn't in a Bible, you would think this is just crazy. Yeah, this is like a bad horror movie. Yeah. This is bad writing. This is like Yeah. This is this is a, a, a junior in high school's attempt at like horror writing. Mm. If it was anything else but this. And this is the Passover. And this is what turned into needing Jesus as the final sacrificial lamb because Jesus was well, some of the gospels Mark, Luke, and John. No, John is the only one that says, because uh, three of the four synoptic gospels, not John, Mark, Luke, and Matthew, Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John. Yeah, are the Ma- first Matthew, ones. Mark, and Luke all say that Jesus had the supper, last supper, on Passover. They had the Passover meal because mm-hmm. this was still a Jewish tradition. They were already back out of there. They were in Jerusalem. They were the area was controlled by Romans, and they were still doing the old Jewish thing where they had Passover meal, where they slaughtered a lamb. They still spread the blood on the door 
even though God was never coming anymore, they still did this ritual at that time. Mm-hmm. Like Passover was a thing. And so coincidentally, Jesus was arraigned and put to trial on good on right around Passover time. You know, so Good Friday, some they say, and according to John, Good Friday, the day before Passover, was the day that Jesus was killed. It was a Friday. Well, in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, it says that he was killed on Saturday, which was after Passover, after they had the Passover meal, the final bread. And so when they have the whole tradition of Easter and Passover and everything now and the whole Last Supper meal, three of the four synoptic gospels say that Passover, the the preparation day of Passover was observed. They had the Last Supper meal and then the day after Passover, he was put to death after the last meal. But John says he was put to, to death before the Passover meal because he was the lamb that was put to sacrificed. He was the preparation day for Passover. It's weird. But all of this plays into Passover actually happening where God killed millions and millions of people in a flyover because he couldn't tell the difference between the good Israelites and the bad Egyptians. It's And, and all of that troubles me that people believe it. It's, it's weird. It's twisted. It is. It really is. Like yeah. it's a mind game. You have to make so many jumps and, and the person of God changes between all of the things. And like, it, it's, it's like people say he's all powerful, but if he was all powerful, he wouldn't have needed to harden the heart to over, to make these things happen. He could have just done it. Right. And so the, if well, it's he, not even that, it's just the fact that like, I don't know, it has to be written in a book that that's what he did. And, the example and I don't know it's just so fucked up the whole the whole thing is really fucked up it, it is twisted like how it it's just meant to manipulate so many people and it still is and it's just really kind of sucks yeah well the thing is 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 today when these traditions are observed even when I was in church and Easter was talked about and Passover was talked about it was never described to me like that. And now granted, True. when I was a kid, I didn't read the Bible and I didn't actually understand, you know, I wasn't able to read into the text and, and see things and that I am now, like when I read Exodus today, like I literally yeah. sat down on my phone and read Exodus today, you know? Um, and I read, I read the new English version. If anybody's questioning what version I read, I read out of the new English version. Um, uh, and, you know, it, it's it's wild the amount of things that like that that any if any other circuit like you even pointed to earlier, if, if this was on a different piece of paper, if this was a, any other circumstance, yeah, recorded, write down Angela Death somewhere. <laughs> write down Angela Death anywhere, and yeah. it like, yeah. Yeah, you read that shit on a sticky note, like on your friend's desk at work, and you're like calling a psychiatrist. Angel of Death, two hundred million people slaughtered, or two million people slaughtered. Yeah, because that's how many they estimate would have been killed at that time in Egypt. Was two million would have been that 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 was the number of firstborn babies. Like, what sons. if they didn't get the memo? What if they, you know, oh fuck, they ran out of lamb that day. Yeah, what if there were no more lambs left? <laughs> Right. How many Israelites didn't put blood in the right spot above their door and get noticed? Because God couldn't tell. 
I don't know. I don't know. For, yeah, this is just it's it's weird. It's a weird thing that's still tradition. It's still passed on, and it's one of the reasons that I have to step back and go: Is any of this believable? Yeah, is anybody paying attention? Like because of this, is any of this believable? It, <laughs> like you can't just throw this one thing aside and say, "Oh, but the rest of the Bible's good." No, it's yeah, it's, it's like, either all good or it's not, dude. Right, and like people just like want to believe what they want to believe. Man, if you believe but, this. If if you believe this, then you believe your God commanded the slaughter of two million people. That he made sinful because he told the Pharaoh not to let the people go. Like this is the this is the God character that you believe in. If you believe the Passover and you believe the sacrificial lamb, you also believe your God commanded the murder of two million people because he wanted to play the game to just demonstrate his power. That's the kind of guy. God that that I see portrayed and that I am asked to worship that I'm told I need to worship to be saved oh man yeah it's what I see you know I'm not I'm not telling I'm just saying (laughs) look into it (laughs) yeah (laughs) look into it please oh man you know I I get I get belief and I get faith I get spirituality. I don't get here's here's uh, let me be honest. I wish I was the type of person that could just forego my type of thinking and have faith and believe. I wish I, don't I was, have any of those things. No, but I wish that I could just believe that when I'm dead, I will see all my relatives who have died and that there's it's this a happy lovely place. Thought. It is. And I wish I I wish I had the type of brain that could be convinced that that was something real. I do not have that type of brain. I'm the one who reads these words and am horrified by the thought that this is what someone would command. Like it. And if God's real, he built me with this brain to think this way, to analyze the words of his special word this way, to not be convinced. Right. And, and he would have, he would ordered you to the slaughter too. Right, and with he, the rest of his heathens, yeah, yeah, and it it doesn't get. I don't get it. So that's yeah, just any any kind of thought that's like an all knowing, like oh, he is all around you. He is everything. He is the beginning, alpha, omega, beginning and end. And you know what I mean. Like every breath that you take, like God is around you, and that kind of is just really, yeah. It's just so. It's convoluted. Yeah, it's it's disgusting, and it makes me think like I don't know. There's a certain like you feel like you're being watched. (laughs) Well, being watched, but nothing's being done about it. If he's watching you and making sure you don't forget your keys from your house, he's also watching girls get raped. He's also watching babies with lymphoma suffer in trauma centers. Like he's really think about what you're saying. Okay, here's like here's what. So this God of yours is choosing this great life for you, and like you pray for these blessings, and you know you get a new car, or you get a house, or you get you know whatever these great things happen to your life, and think about all the other bad shit. Yeah, like is it just because that person's terrible, or is that really just the way it is? Or well, a lot of times, a lot of times, what I find is people that hold these big beliefs, they will do reasoning that they need to to get their answer, and then stop there. And and 
these type of things that we're talking about is what days like Easter and Passover and seeing posts from people that I care about saying kind of ridiculous things that if they were talking, if the same claim was made about anything else, they wouldn't believe it. That's the big thing. If the same claims were made about anything else, they would not believe it. They would I say just saw David Blaine die. Five, he came back to life three days later. <laughs> 500 people watched aliens touch down in central Utah and pick one person up and one cow, draw a line in the grass, a circle in the grass that's perfect to the millimeter with every blade of grass bent over and then pick up and fly away. 500 people watch that and people would go, yeah, but 500, that, that's it's just anecdotal that evidence. That's just not good enough. Yeah. And that's to now. There's, there could, there <laughs> could be, a, there could be video. Oh no, it's doctored. Yeah. You know, but the, you know, it, it, it makes me just, here's another weird one that, that Eastern stuff makes me think about, uh, give saying prayer before dinner giving thanks for dinner, you know, thank you, Lord, for the food and meat. To me, when I hear that, I I'm I now understand. I never understood before, but I get it now. What what grace is for dinner is people sitting down recognizing that God has given them food while allowing millions to starve at the same exact time. And thank you, God, for making us the lucky ones when you're literally at this exact same time making millions of people starve and beg for food right now. That's what grace is. Grace isn't something that's just, oh, this generality, oh, thanks God for food because, no, it's, it's literally thank you for us because you literally have hundreds of millions of your children starving to death right now, but we get pork loins. And, and that's what grace is. And every Christian that says grace before every dinner, every time, subconsciously is recognizing the fact that their God is making millions of people starve while they have their dinner. That's what grace is. And it's, it's, it's a little disturbing. Yeah, it is kind of, it is interesting. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and uh, I, I, I never, never really necessarily thought of it like that. Me neither. But no, my whole life I never thought of it like that. But it that. is kind of like you know, <sighs> I, I I came to that recently, and I just kind of like, oh man, I don't know. people are generally like happier around food, but it is kind of like. But 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 that's the thing is, I know that of, none of them are actually thinking that. No one's actually thinking that. But that's what the grace actually says. That's what giving grace to God for giving you food today. Thank you for the sustenance that you provide. Hmm. The actual th- context of that thing, while I know that they're not thinking it, yeah. it's well, not a thought that... even some, like a lot of people, time, like when you're saying prayer, like, you know, they keep in mind the less fortunate families and hopefully that they get through and things like that, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, that's part of grace very often. Yeah, I sat, I've usually sat, there is a recognition of like less fortunate But no people, one so. says starving to death children. No one goes that far. No one breaks it down. The actual context, like the fine line meaning of what they're saying, they will say the less fortunate and they'll stop there. That's well. the end of the thought, you know? But the real thing is the people dying without food and... You know, thank you for giving it to us. Somehow we're more special to you than the, every one of them. And and it's, you know, it that 
things while it's subliminal it's, yeah. it it instantiates separatism oh definitely and that's the problem 100% and people go hey man that is I, a huge problem and people go i don't vote to my beliefs i don't do anything i just believe in god and i live my life and do the best i do and hope everybody's good what am i doing wrong that <laughs> right the Holy fact shit. that the fact that you at a core believe because of whatever good graces you have you are more special than anybody else the fact that you've gotten food more meals than other people means that god loves you more than he loves them in your belief and that is what's sick about just believing and not acting on it you automatically think you're a little more special than somebody else yeah and you're not true it's it's convoluted it's we're weird. all little bugs <laughs> we're, we're, we're all, all little, little bugs. bugs okay so to end this i'm gonna take a hit of this oh shit and me and jason are gonna do something fun oh are we yep. oh god yes we got a surprise we got a surprise, we got a surprise for yep so we're gonna do this Ooh. we have <laughs> besides besides coffee oh man <coughs> are you gonna make it bro <coughs> i'm alive good so <laughs> i was sent on a mission a couple of weeks ago to go to, to the, oh <laughs> this looks so raw this oh, looks so raw look at the top of it <laughs> it's discolored <coughs> um to pick up some chocolates for the lady this me. is gold yeah and uh she wanted some reese's and some york peppermint patties i love the fuck out of york peppermint patties oh yeah it is the perfect mixture of mint and dark chocolate the dark the, the mint is sweet enough it counteracts the bitter mint the bitterness of the dark chocolate it's way more pleasurable than say a mounds or an almond joy or anything like that oh excuse me jesus oh. christ i hope you like the burps <laughs> jesus christ um <laughs> But so I bought I bought some uh, Reese's and York peppermint patties. Brought them home. Beth went to eat one, and uh, she didn't like the way it tasted. The the York <laughs> peppermint patty. She thought, man, this tastes funny. Jada, does this taste funny? Jada tried it. Yep, this definitely tastes funny. Huh? That's weird. Looked at the package. Expired in 2016. I bought two of them. <laughs> We have the other one right here. Oh, yep, right in front of us. And uh, let me tell you, it still smells like a York peppermint patty. It does. It does. Now, Might the chocolate the chocolate is just really coming off on your hands fast. It's, it's, it's melting quick. Uh, the edges are the kind of the dark. They're smushed. They're smushed. The dark, the edges are like the, the dark color you would expect, but the middle of the top and the bottom is this like light brown aerated Kiki. color. Kiki. So, like a shittily oh. done frosting. Okay. I want you to break that in half. And okay. Just feel, I'm checking the inside and making sure it's white in the middle. It's white in the middle. Now, just feel the consistency of it as you try and break it in half. It doesn't break like a normal. It kind of has a little give before it breaks. It's like, break. I'm just going to take a little bit. We're going to eat it right now. Yeah, we are. We're going to try what a three and a half year old. Uh, if we die. York peppermint patty goes. Anyway, <laughs> cheers. 
Oh, the no. texture's intense. <laughs> it's not even close. It's really granular. Oh, granular is a great way to describe it. It doesn't almost taste like, bad. It almost tastes like the texture is like those peppermint candies that you get around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. The white. Yeah, the white. And red like swirl. They're, they're kind of hard at first, but if you suck on them for just a second, they get like pliable. Granular. Granular. <laughs> the flavor's not terrible. I'm shopping. I'm, I'm only having little bits. Oh, no, I'm done. I mean, I guess the thing that ruins this the most is just the... You know what they actually taste like and what they feel like. That's what hurts. The texture is the worst. If it wasn't for the texture problem and, like, it doesn't quite dissolve right in your mouth, the flavor is pretty decent. Like, there's nothing really gross about just the flavor. No. But I do know what it should taste like and what it should feel like. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, no, it's, that, by, it's nowhere it's by no way near. normal. It, no, dude. That's why I had to put it down. Because, yeah. It's like, a, it's like a Kroger brand of something that's actually <laughs> it's good. It's a normal brand. It's just lived. It's lived a good life, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, it sticks in your teeth in weird places. Oh, yeah. Oh, you ate the whole piece. Oh, yeah. my God. I just put the rest in my you mouth. You fucking savage, dude. Well, here's the problem. You love York peppermint patties, dude. I love York. And you wanted one so bad. And I like, love the peppermint so much. Oh, dude, don't that, get, don't get sick for science, man. Don't experiment too hard. Well, I'm I've, I'm washing it down with beer. God, it's gonna so get it's, all. No, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna get bubble of It'll kill it. We had a little bit of whiskey too. It'll neutralize any. You're gonna have some weird farts, bro. I got I got a kombucha to drink in the morning. Oh yeah, I had kombucha this morning. Oh, I love kombucha. Yep, it's good. Yep. Yeah, that's good. You know what? Those weren't that bad. They weren't. <laughs> Your smile is so rich right now. They weren't. I mean, okay, don't get me wrong. <laughs> the texture was nasty. <laughs> it just wasn't right for the flavor and what I knew it should be, but they weren't near as gross. I could have done way. I would have dealt with it if I would. It, it could have been way worse. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Okay, it wise. was. It was not as bad. I just know there was no difference between like the chocolate exterior oh, and no. the middle no, part. No, like, no, no, that's no, what yeah. fucked me up. Yeah, dude. that's true. It was all one just <laughs> solid <laughs> block of texture, <laughs> gra- granular texture. It took over, dude. Yeah, um, like, but it wasn't as bad as the girls made it out to be. They made it sound disgusting, oh, yeah. and that wasn't that disgusting. I could eat that whole thing. They probably. I could. Pa- I could pa- if I'm two bowls deeper than I am now, and I <laughs> had got no more food weed in you. If I and I had no food left down. in the house, I would probably eat that whole thing. Fuck yeah, <laughs> that whole thing. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. That's amazing. Um, fuck yeah, man. Well, look, dude, we did good. We knocked out a fucking bang- banger. Uh huh. Uh, hell yeah. This was fun. Listen Thanks to for good listening. music. I'm, I'm. I'm so happy. Like, I just have to take one more pause and go. <sighs> And not hear any bullshit in the background. Yep, just two sexy ass dudes. Our voices sound rich. <laughs> the vinyls sound great. Yeah. Uh, all we need to do is just get a little preamp so we don't have this noise. That little bit right there. A little, little stinger. Uh, yeah, other than that, just a little, you know, that's just because the board's running hot. Hot! Right now. Uh, hot. 
Oh, yeah. Did you like that? Oh, yeah. I, that I love I love those squeaks, man. <laughs> that was that was in my time when I tried to hit what what are those fucking I don't know, there's some register you can hit with your voice that like Mike Patton and those guys get up to where it's just like, like a whistle of sorts. Oh the, oh, the whistle, voice whistling things. Yeah. And so in me trying to do that, I never figured out how, but I did figure out this one way I can type tension my voice up to get that weird just screech sound out of it. And it doesn't hurt or anything like that. It's just like I really hold my voice like, I I guess I would say suspended. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, you know, kind of suspend, choke up a little bit, kind of. But I'm not like over tensioning or anything. It just creates this weird thing. Like, like I just kind of like imagine to like wheezing, right? Uh-huh. And then just like kind of like pull up on my voice as I'm wheezing and just get like a. It's uh-huh. weird. That one wasn't very good, but uh-huh. it's kind of right in oh, that I've range. I do it pretty. I can get some great. pretty crazy whistles. But it's, it's not like <laughs> yeah. the actual whistle voice thing that people can do. Yeah. But it's just more of like a pterodactyl call. There it is. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Everyone will need that someday. <laughs> someday, sometime, people will need a pterodactyl call. Like, Aaron, get them. Get them. Call them here. All right. We're signing off. We're going to sign off. We're going to, uh, you know, probably go do something fun. Oh yeah! At least kiss our ladies goodnight. We both got work tomorrow, so it's true. I'm gonna try to lay on the opposite side of the fucked up side. Oh, you, your hip! I slid in the third. Did you actually get safe? No. Oh, you got you slid in and got called <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, oh, yeah. So you slid for. Well, nothing. I slid in the second, got in. Don't they then... say don't only slide if it's worth it? No, no. Isn't that a they, well? Fuck, especially in this league, they drop the shit half the time. <laughs> like when it's getting thrown in, or it goes, or the guy has a bad throw in. Oh yeah. So I don't know. I'm pretty quick. So. But he was able to keep his foot on and catch that fucking ball. Yep. He, well, he hit me because it wasn't a force out. Oh. Uh, I was on. I was on first, and rounded second. Mm-hmm. Oh, you should have stopped in second. Well, I should have stopped in second, but it fucking went through the infield. But it. Oh, yeah. and then they threw it back up. Yeah. Oh, he had enough fuck. time. It got out quicker than I thought it was. Well, but to. you're fast. Yeah, that's why I was thinking. And you're, and, <laughs> and you're playing smaller fields, right? How, no, how, they're pretty big. How well, how big? Three hundred feet to the fence. Uh, for how long is the what sixty feet? Right, first to second. Or I think it home is. to first. I think, I think it's sixty each base. Aren't they sixty or something like that? Something like that. Maybe. I don't fucking know. I haven't looked. Yeah. Interesting. But, yeah, no. Yeah. We got to get some good disc golfing this week. Ow, ow. Right, what day do you have off the middle of the week? I don't. You don't have a day off this week? Oh, you just have a whole- Friday, Saturday. Oh, yeah, because you're leaving. Fuck, that's right. Friday, Saturday. I get off at two every day, though. Okay, so maybe like Wednesday or oh. Thursday- Depending on what I have, I'll look at the beginning of this week. I'll say I we'll got. We'll let be- you know, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we're, this we're is more for disc- us. We're just talking. Yeah, we can get off and talk about this later. All right, for motherfuckers, <laughs> we just got started rambling. Um, dude, it was great being with you guys. We hope hey. you're good. We hope you're killing it. Um, oh, let's just listen to this, buddy. Yo, oh, everybody. It's been a minute. What's up? How this you is doing to end there? the episode. We love you all. This is another journey through time and stuff. We got a sick beat. Just to make you guys feel good about yourselves. We want you guys to get hyped up. We want you guys to be like, oh man, boom.
finally, maybe you're in your car, you know, maybe you're at the gym, maybe, who knows, but we want you to be excited maybe about you're a man. life. Yeah, maybe you're a woman, maybe you're a man wanting to be a woman, or a woman wanting to be a man, it doesn't matter. All that stuff, it's soul, it's, it's who. You be yourself, and you love that, and you go out into the world, and you spread your little seed, and you make that seed a positive one. You make that tree cast shadows over the haters because they don't deserve the sun. True that. Right? True that. And you just, you be that tree, and you freaking soak in all those rays, and you just get bigger, baby. You just get bigger. At night, when I'm holding my baby, baby close to me. Hold it tight. Real tight. We're gonna go on a journey through time, through time and stuff. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. <laughs> Never said it along with them before. <laughs> All right, everybody, we love you. Uh, hey, uh, gargle balls. Drive like you know each other. Woo! We're out.